1: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Power on. Get ready. Power on. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio.
2: FM 96, one AM 1170.
3: The answer. This
2: hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You tired of people checking out your groceries, <laughs> your liquor, or whatever it is? Well, have I got a program for you called Self Checkout. Southwest Point of Sale has been doing it for over 20 years. And go like the big dogs, Walmart, Home Depot. You know, not every cash register, but put one in. If it works, it works. You don't ever have to worry about a, a human being getting sick, paying them double. Just check these guys out. 800-540-2149. Talk to the gang. Also, Black Forest Motorsports. BMW Mini. Uh, BMW Mini or Porsche. They are your alternative to the dealership. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. Tell them you right here on radio. They'll be thrilled. Well, I've got Brittany with me for another hour. This has been so much yeah. fun. I love it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, though, because I'm not going to try to force you in to come in more, because you spend too much time in here as it is, since you are a hard-working school teacher.
3: It's always a good time.
2: But it was awful nice having uh, your friend in. Joy. Joy. She, yeah, thank you. Her name fits her to a yes. T. All right. Hey, you got a special guest <gasps>
3: oh, Dave.
2: on the line?
3: So I went to Night of Destruction last night, but I also went on October 30th. Right.
2: They Halloween. Halloween.
3: Yeah, they had the so uh, they had the heat races, and then we could go down to the infield, and they were giving out candy, and that is where I met today's first guest, okay. one of the two gentlemen that were in the double decker, and I'll I'll let him describe it
2: and they were the ones that were confused and had one <laughs> car pointing one way one <laughs> car pointing another
3: i don't think it was confusion were they
2: talking to each other when they built this car I don't, well I mean, we
3: gotta ask yes please welcome jeffrey phillips
2: hey jeffrey how you doing buddy hey guys how are we doing so was this one of those bills <laughs> where you stand back and you said no no the nose is supposed to be to the left no well, you said nose to the right should on we the describe top car. to
3: the listeners what yeah we're you explain about. it because well,
2: well i can't explain it
4: Jeffrey, so what or... we have is, a, we have an old model Lincoln on the bottom, and uh, we wanted to do something different, because all the other cars are, they're Crown Vicks, facing the same way with different different paint jobs. That's, that's all, it really changes them. We wanted to do something different, so we took an old model Lincoln and uh, an old PT Cruiser, gutted the PT Cruiser, and we said, you know what, why not put it on backwards?
3: Because, and, uh, because it in... happened. Oh, sorry. Good. Because in Jeffrey's mind, it's already normal to have a double-decker. Like he said, we want to do something different. To most of the population, this is not normal, racing two cars on top of each other. And how, so they want to make this different. Yeah. Like, and how, already-
2: what book did you read that uh, told you how to do this?
3: Yeah.
4: Uh Well, we didn't really have a book. We kind of just looked at what was there um and then kind of ran with it.
3: So, for the listeners, the PT Cruiser is now backwards. So the the person on the top is driving from the back end of the PT Cruiser, right?
2: Looking out the rear hatch.
3: Looking out the rear hatch, exactly. Because that's where I met him. He um, and Gage. They were sitting. Let's see. It's hard to describe. I was looking at the front of the Lincoln, but the two of them were sitting up. And the PT Cruiser and the latch, the back rear end was open. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, but hard one, to desc- but And then the color w- scheme. Yeah, but
2: one was in the top and one was in the bottom, right?
3: When they were racing.
2: When they are racing.
4: Yeah, when we're, when we're racing, I'm up top steering and, and gauges down on the bottom doing my gas and brakes. Okay, okay so, so, so
2: have- how do you bolt these together? <laughs> do you, you Velcro them? Did you run great big bolts through the floor and the roof and then put plates on it? Or were yeah, the- How did you even go about? I mean, how did you hold them together so you wouldn't fall off?
4: Well, they're they're welded up there. Um, Our uh, our roll cage is welded into the into the PT Cruiser, and then the PT Cruiser is welded to some square tubing that we have on top of the Lincoln. Ah, gotcha.
3: I didn't tell you, Dave. Um, So Jeffrey and Gage they had to work because adulting is overrated some days, sometimes. So they did not get to race last night, and I knew this going up to the races. They're not, and then all of a sudden. The hot rod is there. And I'm like, I thought you guys weren't racing. So uh, apparently there were different people driving it last night. Oh. And so uh, Jeffrey and Gage are like, how's it going? And I sent him video. I haven't told you yet, Dave. They went over. They Two of the four double-deckers flipped last night. Oops. The Ghostbusters went into the wall, caused a red. And then uh, Eric Evans, or the Evans, yeah. the Christopher Evans, theirs went over. And the one that Jeffrey... Uh, races also went over
2: do you have a name for oh that my thing gosh.
4: yeah our car is the uh the hot rod lincoln
3: yeah
2: the hot, rod, the hot lincoln. rod
3: lincoln so you saw that footage right jeffrey
4: i did oh <laughs> my
3: god i sent it to him and oh my have you talked to the gentlemen that were in the car
4: i i haven't had the chance yet i uh i've been up here working and uh so I haven't gotten a chance to give him a call just yet, but uh, that's yeah. But on my it's list of
2: things. it's yeah. not dead, is it? Oh no!
3: So if I understand correctly, you're not supposed to communicate. But my mom's like, I wonder if they're if they stomp uh, if two stomps mean something or I don't know. What do you think? Other how do you think other people might communicate?
2: I wouldn't say a <laughs> word. Keep it to yourself. Say I don't know. I'm just doing my thing we do we do have, a few, pe- we do have uh, a few people listening
4: yeah we don't we don't communicate at all um, until it comes to like even when it comes to starting the race we can't hear each other feel each other and it's so loud in there with our radios on and the, the yeah. crowd and the the cars is you can't hear a single thing up there in the top mm.
3: and did I see that the car kind of has a lean to it and I, mm. I, it looked like so and the other thing is it seemed like the double-deckers run clockwise as opposed to most races that are counterclockwise.
2: Probably no reason for that, is there? Uh, I
4: don't have a reason for that. I have no idea. The, the car leans to help it from, to keep it from rolling.
3: Right. Um, the higher center of gravity. We've been cavity. fighting
4: with this whole season is trying to figure out how to make it a little more steady. Mm-hmm. Um, how about outriggers? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, you know, that might be a... Next something for next season because the that car is uh, one quick turn away from rolling over. Well, we almost, we almost rolled it over trying to get it on
2: the trailer the other day.
3: Oh my gosh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out. Well, you either got you either have to lighten up the top car, and I mean lighten yeah. up the top car where all it is is aluminum sheeting and a roll right. cage, and fattening up the bottom one. That, that's I know,
3: start. I was thinking like stiffer springs on the outside. So do you have
2: an unusual paint scheme on this car? Yeah, so
4: we've got it uh, painted bright pink and black. Oh my goodness.
3: And like white. It reminds me of uh, a Neapolitan ice cream.
4: A Neapolitan. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's after the, uh, the Pink Panthers. is how we oh, have right. it uh, designed after. Ah, it. I think he's good. even
3: painted on it. Very
4: yeah, good. he's painting. On me. So, uh, so that's after our uh, one of our friends. Um, his dad's actually the owner of the of the car. Um, but uh, our friend actually unfortunately passed away, so we decided oh. to do it in, oh, sorry. in memory of him and had the car painted that way after his old car. So
3: awesome! Wow! Are we gonna see you in it next season?
4: Um, we're talking about it. We're trying to decide if we want to do, uh, double deckers again. The, do- the hot run, the hot run Lincoln will definitely be out there next season. Um, I don't know if Gage and I will be racing in it. I might be going into the, uh, um, the enduro cross. Yes. But, uh, we'll see what, uh, what unfolds for that.
2: Yeah. That's the one Brittany wants to do. She just loves that class. You'll,
3: you'll be back at Paris is what it sounds
2: like. Of course we will. Have you ever been down to uh, Barona?
4: I have not. I've only actually raced at Paris. Well, you have to come down sometime.
2: It's a small little bull ring. You might get a kick out of it. All
4: right. Yeah, <laughs> this is my first season racing, so. Oh. oh nice.
2: Way
3: to jump into racing, <laughs> double decker. Yeah. <laughs> How now? Why did you get the top? gauge the bottom? Did you just say, "Yeah, I want the top," and he's like, "Good, I want the bottom," or?
4: Um, it started because I had a different. I had a different person down there to begin the season and uh he had to change out and uh he had some uh personal business to handle so uh, i picked up gauge and i had already learned how to do how to do the mm-hmm. top and mm-hmm. the bottom's pretty easy you just got to push the gas and brake and uh
3: does gauge have anything to hold on to like like a dummy steering wheel
4: there's a steering wheel down there but it doesn't work okay, I know there's uh, our family down there was uh Telling us that uh, he's down there trying to steer, but it, there's just nothing going
3: <laughs> on. Like the kids in the shopping cart. At yeah, <laughs> yeah, or better yet,
2: yeah, Disneyland when yeah. you are going through the <laughs> the river. That's so funny. All right, buddy. Hey, are you guys on Facebook or social media in any way?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't have anything for the car just yet. We're getting ready to put that together. But uh, okay. I personally, I'm on Instagram. It's a uh, Jay Phillips BMX.
2: All right, buddy. Well, this has been a blast talking to you. I know it'd be a pain in the you-know-what, but I would love to get that thing down to San Diego. I'll put you on local TV, and you can use that clip to go after advertisers for next season. Something to think about. doesn't cost nothing.
4: That sounds great. Thank you guys so much for having me.
2: All right, buddy. Thank and Brittany you. will give you my contact info for TV. All right, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, more motorsports on Racer Radio, FM 96.1. AM
3: 1170.
2: The Answer. Right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio. FM 96.1 AM
3: 1170.
2: The Answer. Alright, well our caller and barona didn't make it but that's okay He's we busy. can fill the air El and ford nobody treats you better checked out the lot they're starting to fill up and i talked to uh, ford and the broncos are being released and they're being shipped as we speak but barona circle track no racing this the season is over but there's some things coming up that we oh, can yeah. talk about in the area if you still need that motor sport fix And Brittany Sandoval will be more than happy to tell you.
3: (laughs) Yeah. um, A lot of the Verona boys are going to be heading to Cocoa Paw.
2: Cocoa Paw.
3: Yes, the Harvest Hustle, which used to be out at Canyon, and it's a lot closer now. Mm. Now they're running it at Cocoa Paw, a lot bigger of a track. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe they're already starting to prep for it. Mm. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're down a water truck as well. Uh-oh. Mm, that's the news I just got. Anyway, they call it the Harvest Hustle. They're gonna have a Thursday open practice this coming Thursday. Wow. <laughs> On Thanksgiving. <laughs> On
2: Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> uh, and uh I know that there is a hotel right across the street from the racetrack. Well, so for yeah, those but
2: if it's not if you haven't made your reservations by mm-hmm. now, you think you're still gonna get a it's room? It's
3: worth calling and asking.
2: I mean, unless it's five thousand rooms.
3: It's worth calling and asking.
2: Well, it is. Yeah.
3: So they have a Thursday open practice, and for the racers and crews, I think they're even going to have a Thanksgiving meal out there oh, at cool. the track. Yes, mm. they have in the past. Steve Capon is very um, – he's kind of in charge of that and proud of it.
2: Yeah, sure. Yes,
3: and then it's Friday and Saturday racing, November 26th and 27th, and lots will be out there. We have – ooh, that just went away. The <laughs> – Late models will be racing, IMC modified, northern sport mods, stock cars. It says not an open comp. They're going to have the hobby stocks and the dwarf cars. Are you going? Uh, It's a big maybe right now. Yeah. Uh, Originally, we were going to, and um, I have a very sick dog that I have to take care of because Steve is leaving if you really needed to know, <laughs> it's a big, maybe, which is why I made sure to make time to go to the races last night. Cause I needed some racing mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to go. My coach, Bobby Brown will be racing. So uh... I really wanted to see that Darren raced all season in a car and he, and then I got a picture sent yes.
1: of the same car yes. and it said
3: Bobby Brown
2: <laughs> uh... and
3: I know how fun that track is in a dwarf car. I've done it. And, um, I think, I'm, I'm guessing, I think Robert Peters might be racing out there. I think and,
2: Peters is gone. Yeah,
3: it's going to be a good show, and it's such a fun track, and if they're going to start prepping already, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a fun show. Um, but I can't leave for an extended period of time right now. What's wrong with your dog? He's Well, I lost one a couple yeah, weeks ago, yeah. and then his companion, her companion is not doing real well. Mm. So I just don't feel like leaving for an nope. extended period of time right now. And Steve's going to have a boys' trip in Vegas. So I said, I guess I'm staying home. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. It's his brother's birthday. And I got to play last night. So you're there. And the mini dwarfs are running.
2: Oh, I know really? Kel- Yeah,
3: So I'm not sure wh- who all is racing. I know Kellen O'Connor is probably going to be out there. And so it's going to be a good night. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving dinner at 4 p.m. Bring a side dish, and we will supply the turkey.
2: How cool is that?
3: Front gate... Opens at 5 Adults, $20. Senior and military discount. Kids under 11 are free. Mm. Pit Gate opens at 4 All pit passes, $35. Perfect. And again, it is a fun track to race. And when the racers have a fun track to race, it's fun to mm-hmm. watch.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know I got to get my you-know-what out there.
3: Well, you should have gotten it out there last night at Paris because, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Was it fun? Uh, so tomorrow, uh, next week, Roman's going to come in, and he's the mini stock racer. Mm. That's what I wanted to do. Want I still want to do it really bad. They go left and right and left and oh, right yeah, yeah, and the tart yeah. left, hard left, and then the away, and a hard left and then hard left right left right. Um, he won his heat race, so he's doing well, and then had major mechanical during the main. Oh. It was DNF. But. uh I was surprised to see that a mini stock rolled one and a half like barrel rolls, mm-hmm. and then we had the two double deckers
2: fall over. fall
3: over, and a third double decker into the wall. So when they said how many night double of destruction, deckers do they have, they started with four, <laughs> <laughs> and right out of the gate, Ghostbusters were out. They ran into the wall,
2: so nobody won.
3: Well, no, the B, the, the black and yellow one did, the bumblebee. Well, no, I'm sorry.
2: If two rolled was... over and one no, hit the wall. So
3: the Evans car in the heat race rolled, oh, but they came oh. back for the main oh, and I see. won. Did they? Win? Yes. <laughs> it was our um, last guest. Um, that one, the hot red Lincoln, it rolled in the main and uh. was not able to finish. Oh, yeah. So it was down to Evans. Um,
2: And the Bumblebee.
3: And the Bumblebee. God, the name of the Evans is on the tip. It has to do with the Cruiser, the fact that it's a former police car on the bottom. Mm. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. Sorry. Don't you hate that? Uh, But uh, it was good racing. And then kind of intermission, they had a Powder Puff Derby, uh, Destruction Derby. It kind of went on a little too long. But anyway, it was really fun. So there's mass destruction there. And then...
2: Wrecking yard heaven. Yeah, and then so that the wrecking that finally, yards are getting a lot.
3: Yeah, yes. There carnage. Were, there was a ton of carnage, you know. And then that last race, they pull out the boats, <laughs> and they're running through the boats. And then the cars just stay out there. You know, they remove the driver and just leave the car where it died. Oh, as a target. (laughs) Yes. And the big tractor tires. Or an
2: obstacle, not a target.
3: Yeah. And the barrels full of water and the big ball that they have. Again, just like three weeks ago, the car that brings the ball around the track and across the finish line gets like a, it was a hundred dollars last night well this one truck was working on it the entire time until coming out of turn four and number 11's like i don't think so and just runs into the truck and is like nope you're not he worked the, the truck worked the whole time to get the ball around and
2: 11 just and waited
3: 11's like i don't think so hits him crams him into the inside wall Well, eleven something happened to eleven. The ball bounces and forty seven just coming around the turn, hits it across the finish line and gets the hundred bucks. (laughs) The forty seven was busy just hauling around. Yeah, just trying to stay alive. Good timing. He was good timing.
2: That is It was
3: another fun night of destruction. Well, you know,
2: that's what Paris does. They just do such a great job you know yes. putting on a show it's
3: a great show and the music and i think i told you off air my mom's like it's just such a happy place here and It is. the beach balls being thrown around and
2: food's good
3: yes we had popcorn so it there were a decent amount of people there and later in the night i was like let's get some popcorn and we walk over and the popcorn machine looks absolutely empty and we're like oh, i guess we were here too late and then all of a sudden Oh no, freshly popped popcorn. They started making more.
2: (laughs) That is so cool. It was
3: good and it was fun. And Scott DeLosio. Super
2: Troopers.
3: Super Trooper. Yeah, the Trooper part. Yes. Oh, thank you. Who who told us that? (laughs) Who do you think? Eric?
2: Derek. I mean, Greg.
3: Oh, Dirt Dude. Oh yeah, Super Trooper. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that because they did win.
2: And he said something about the Nine team.
3: I don't know what that means, Dirt Dude. The nineteen. Well,
2: it's probably the nineteen, nine? but it was called the super. Troopers. The super
3: trooper. That's the fun one. Yes, that's memorable for, by most, except me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, it's and what's what's Barona doing next? Because he seemed to be running year round.
3: Well, Barona, remember I put it in my um, calendar April second.
2: So what about Paris? I'm at. Oh, that's
3: Paris. What? This was their. I. Th- oh, I see. No, it's Cocoa Paw that has a lot coming up. Mm. They were saying how last night was the last night. and um, he was saying, For a while. Yeah, I always hated, even as a child, the last night. Yeah,
2: the you, last night. Because you go nights. through withdrawals. No, I know. Well, you got to drive to Cocoa Paw.
3: <laughs> yeah, which is another easy drive. That's why mom kept saying, wait, we're already here? I thought we had another hour. I go, no. You go, 15. You get to, yeah, 15, you hit some traffic in Temecula. Right after that, it's 2.15. And then...
2: Ramona Parkway. Exit
3: 22. Yeah. It's easy. She goes, I thought we had another hour. I go, no, here's exit 22. We're almost here.
2: Can't take your mother anywhere. No,
3: it was good. It was a good thing. She liked it a lot. And they still had to come home, drop me off, and go to Descanso. But they're like, no, this is good. We just flew up here.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, they drove right by me.
3: Yes. It's good stuff. So now we'll go the other direction to Cocoa Paw because they have a lot of racing coming up.
2: Right. And it'd be good it's always good to go to another track. Just to get a flavor.
3: As a driver, a crew and a spectator, I agree.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I wasn't prefacing a driver. Oh no, I was
3: agreeing. Yeah. I was thinking before speaking. Oh, is that I what just that decided was? to try it out.
2: <laughs> See how it sounded.
3: Uh I agree. I know
2: I talk in my head and it just gets out all the time. I'm like, oh, what the heck? I wasn't supposed to be talking to you.
3: Well, as a driver, it's exciting yeah. to try new places. But oh, I think yeah, absolutely. Even as a spectator cuz every f- facility has its own kind of feel.
2: Yeah. Well, Scott's going to be calling in, so he'll be, probably be add to some of the excitement from last <gasps> oh, night as no, well. Oh no, did
3: I give it all away? No, 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 no,
2: no. They'll just that Scott won't have to work as hard. Uh, and was, I think he's going to talk the turkey. I think he's going to talk about Turkey Night. At Ventura? I think so.
3: Yeah, 80th, I think Anna.
2: Yeah, it's some crazy. He can confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he says. You'll call in and talk about this coming Saturday's uh, right at the 80th Turkey Night Grand Prix.
3: That'll be good to know where to get tickets if there's still yeah, our yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you what haven't been, you show up.
2: If nothing else, get a get a commemorative t shirt.
3: And you asked the last time we talked. Um, to ventura you had asked are there hotels and the answer was yes lots of hotels right so i thought that was a good question for those yeah because you know you like never them. know where
2: you go you know where you're going to stay i mean yeah there are some hardcore racers that'll sleep in their car yes no all right we're going to take a quick break you are listening to racer radio on fm 961 am 1170 the answer It's what? AM 1170.
0: The answer.
2: You know what I love about Brandon?
3: Lots of things, Dave.
2: Well, besides that, other board ops, if we're sitting here just chatting off air, and he's got the music playing for, I don't know, two, three, four minutes, <laughs> and we haven't acknowledged, he's just cool with it. Uh, he just, I like the song, so I just Well, that's what I, I knew you were going to say that. i just turned the song up, and I'm just rocking myself yeah. out. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedwell. That was from what britney's telling me the wildest spot in southern california last night and we got our good buddy scott delosi on the line to kind of give us a little fill in for maybe what britney missed how you doing buddy
0: good how are you guys doing today man i
2: I heard you last night was the word destruction was in capital letters
0: yeah it was a good time you know uh a lot of cars coming out because it's their last time to do it until March. And then uh, something happened last night that we never anticipated. Once the mini stocks so entered the demo cross class, which is usually bigger-sized cars and 4x4s uh, four um, and SUVs. And all of a sudden, I looked at Don. I go, well, you're going to have a whole new thing happening here because these mini stocks are faster than these big vehicles. Uh... Um Okay, what yeah, is a mini I, yeah. stock?
2: If somebody doesn't know what that is, what is it? What kind of car?
0: Four-cylinder car.
2: Oh, like a Toyota or Nissan? Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, and it goes out there, and it's they're much faster than uh, an yeah. SUV, you know? Um, the thing that's going to be, but you got to decide, it's not going to take the beating, because mm-hmm. there's really no rules in it. But I told Don, I go, you're going to have a ton of these cars racing this class next year. Some people are going to have to make decisions. Do we want to go for durability? Yeah. But we want to go for speed and try to win. So it was actually pretty cool. I'll be done.
2: Di- well, see, you just, you just, I mean, and I'm sure when the cars were registering, you know, how do you argue an SUV with an import? I don't know. Was, there, there's no argument. I mean, there's no advantage. Well, there is an advantage to the little guy, but how cool is that? Well,
0: that's just, that's the way Paris does.
3: Well, big guy won. Was it the big red, like, expedition looking thing that won?
0: Yeah, yeah. That guy <laughs> won, and then one of the mini stocks it's the first time they race with them. one of the mini stocks finished second mm-hmm. oh okay. so that was that You're was, that was pretty around. cool it's, it's uh something for people to think about when we get ready for next year yeah
2: well and i know you know uh mr kazarian's already thinking about next year and what's he going to bring <laughs> back crazier than this year
0: yeah yeah we should have a schedule out um he said this week so we'll see
2: yeah well let's all we can do is hope and pray next year will be much much
0: better than this year. Uh, well, this year was pretty darn good. I was thinking um, that
3: too, Paris.
0: People people wanted to get out of the house. Um, you know, we had good crowds almost all year, like normal. When we got to September and school starts out. You know, right, kind of right, dropped right, off right. a bit, but uh, no complaints about the crowds this year on our end.
2: So Turkey night, are they going to throw that up at uh, Ventura again?
0: Yeah, Turkey Night Grand Prix, the 80th running of the Turkey Night Grand Prix. It's uh, USAC National Midgets and USAC West Coast 360 Sprint Cars this coming Friday and Saturday. Uh, The 80th running, which makes it the second longest running race in the United States, only behind the Indianapolis 500. Wow. Uh, That's awesome. You know, it's a perfect track for midget racing. Uh, Midgets on big tracks right now, they... It's really tough on the engines, where Ventura is one of the smallest tracks they run on all year long, so Mm -hmm. it's perfect for that. I think they had 51 pre-entered midgets, uh, probably around 60 to 70 cars on the night. One of them, the defending race champion, Kyle Larson.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, He's won it twice now. He's won once with us at Paris, and he won the last one at Ventura Mm -hmm. uh, 2019. Uh, This weekend, he uh, he had Chase Elliott driving with him. Mm-hmm. A car that Kyle loaned, uh, Chase Elliott drove that up at Placerville the last two nights. I don't know if he's going to race uh, this coming Friday or Friday and Saturday at Ventura or not. I know Kyle Larson is. And <gasps> I would think Christopher Bell would be there. Right. Uh, but he didn't come the last time, so that's mm-hmm. not 100% sure on that. Yeah. That Kyle. I mean, Kyle, La- I- Kyle Larson's into the tradition of, you know, he's kind of a rare breed for the younger guys in the sport. He's into the tradition of it. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know, Turkey Night Grand Prix is uh, steeped in tradition, and he's all into that. Where, you know, I don't mean to say it in a bad way, but a lot of these younger guys, it's mid-racing is just a stepping stone anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, without it, You know, and... Well,
2: and the nice thing, too, about uh, Larson is that he's hooked up with an owner that allows him to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's really cool. Hopefully we'll see... You know, well, same Chase Elliott drives for the same owner, and he's in a dirt car now. Right. So hopefully we'll see more of that in the future like he used to in the old days.
2: You know what I think they're starting to see, correct me if I'm wrong, is that they're seeing the advantage Kyle, uh, Kyle Larson had by running dirt and, and NASCAR.
0: And I think uh, they – Right? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. Tony Stewart, how many – uh Yeah. Or NASCAR championships, I'm dating myself there how many of those did he win yeah. you know Kyle Larson how many races he won Kenny Irwin before his injury Casey Kane yeah all these guys came from running sprint cars amid on dirt tracks yeah. racing you know sometimes four or five times a week
2: yeah what uh of all uh, uh what's his face um God I can't believe I just drew a blank um and I went to oh bill Billy Gordon or uh Gordon Jeff Gordon
0: Yes, exactly. Jeff Gordon, Christopher Bell, we just mentioned. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great feeding ground for those guys. You know, there's a lot of guys who come into racing today. It's kind of annoying to me who daddy's got a big checkbook. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know, but you got a kid like Kyle Arson, you know, toe total opposite. Totally opposite.
2: That kid is nothing but raw. I mean, the combination of the raw talent kind of reminds me of Adam Petty a little bit. You know, he's got raw talent. He's he's great with the public, he, and he's just nobody's – I don't think I've ever met anybody as humble as he is about – He
3: loves racing. He
2: loves
0: racing. The
3: mindset Eat, that he He sleeps has. and drinks
0: it. Well, he just bought a racetrack on top of everything else.
2: <gasps> Which one did he buy?
0: He bought, uh, along with um, Brad Sweet, uh, who is the World of Outlaws champion yeah. last two years, and Colby Copeland. They bought the Silver Dollar Speedway up in Chico.
2: Oh right! No, long time
0: premier dirt track. Yeah, on the coast. And They just announced that it was either Friday or yesterday. Oh, just
2: Listen gave me goosebumps
3: on top that of goosebumps. Racer Radio.
2: That is so cool. Yeah. Well, the kid's smart. You know, he's just he's even thinking that far yeah, right? down the line. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute, he's talking about promoting a dirt track. Let's stop for a second and think about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe he should have talked to Don and uh right. nice Barone and right. field first.
1: <laughs>
2: ah, yeah, listen to you guys. Hey, but he's you know, no it, dummy. It, He'll hire people. He'll hire
0: people. Yeah. Yeah. What it is, it's a love of the sport. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about it, Don Kazarian's promoted Paris Auto Speedway since the day it opened. It was their track. 25 years. How many promoters do that anymore?
3: Right. I heard uh, you uh, giving him some love last night. We all got well, to I'm trying clap to, for I'm him. trying to get
0: a raise, so yeah, it right. yeah. works, but hopefully. You'll get a Jimmy ladder Maylor. before
2: you'll get a raise.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Naylor, the Ventura promoter, he's been there since 1977. Jeez, yeah. You know, I talk to him yes. a lot, and we've been friends for about 40 years, and he'll be bemoaning mm-hmm. and complaining about stuff, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> come dude. on. You're doing this because of one thing. Yeah. You love racing. Yeah. I know. And he has to admit it.
2: Right. Well, I think I think he feels guilty that he's having such a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cajon Speedway, Everybody. I used to talk to the Bruckers. Good right. God, they complained and complained and complained. But if it got rainy out, man, they're out there with shovels. They're taking the water out of the turns one, two, and three, and four. And, you know, they're doing with paint. In the fa- I go, stop it. I mean, you could have a real job.
0: Well, you know, it's like well, Jim Naylor has a he has a full time job. Um, he said painting the fence. It's like they're painting a masterpiece painting.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's their it's their signature is what happens on that racetrack. It How is racetrack a backdrop is.
1: too for yeah. many it's run. Yeah.
0: Hey, are you calling the races? I'll be there just on Saturday night calling him.
3: That'll be Very a good
2: night.
0: It's good. Yeah, only. Uh, <laughs> like I say on Friday it's just sprint car heats and a sprint car dash and midget practice, so he only brings me up for the Saturday show.
2: Oh, how sweet. So that's good. That you, and I know you love doing them.
0: Well, I just like being associated with Turkey Night. I love Ventura Raceway. Yeah. Um, I tell people, if you've never been there, you got to go. The beach is like a nine oh. iron away from the pit area. Yeah. So the pits There's are great beautiful. restaurants around there. Uh, you know, they switched it this year for the first time planned on. It's not on Thanksgiving night mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a brilliant move. Um, it's going to be Friday and Saturday. The main show is going to be on Saturday. I don't care. You know, people, there's some people who've been around old like me. It's like, well, it's tradition. They're bucking there. It's like, you got to get with the times. How many people cannot go to that race on Thanksgiving because of, stop that. Because of, uh, you know, they have to be at the family dinner. Family
3: obligation. I think it's wise. You got to
0: think about the promoter and stuff. You know, they need to make money. It's a better chance for Jim Naylor to make money.
3: Absolutely.
0: So I think that's a really good deal. And like I say, if people have never been to the Ventura Raceway, you've got to go check it out. It's amazing where it is at. It's like uh, right in that area. I always say it's like Hawaii and California. All
3: right. the palm trees in well, the pits. you got to love it.
2: Because I asked Brittany, because <laughs> I said, are there any are there any hotels in the area that somebody could, you know, you know, if you're driving three hours or what have you. And she said there's plenty of them.
0: Yeah, I think we yeah, asked Jimmy it, it about may, it. It's probably right now, if you're going to try to get a hotel you're there, done. it's probably impossible. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with the race and just that it's Thanksgiving weekend. But there's, when I stay there, it's the Crown Plaza they put me up in. And it's, Well, I'm not staying. I usually drive home. Uh, but when I have stayed up there, there's t- two hotels right beside each other that are just outside the parking lot of the racetrack, <laughs> and there's other there's a bunch of other hotels around town. Hey, next Sunday got a guy we're gonna I want to plug him right now. Shoot, Rod Proctor, promoting the it's on December fourth, Orange Show Speedway. Oh, yeah. It's a hundred and fifty lap figure eight race. <laughs> oh, quarter mile, quarter mile pavement. These are cars that these guys run are virtual like late models he's got drivers coming from the guys racing next weekend in florida they're from indiana they're racing in florida they're driving across country to be here that next saturday night on december 4th he's got guys from indiana i think there's some coming from florida there's some coming from washington I'm Serious. i think there's a handful coming from colorado as well
3: Ram. is there a if big you've purse never
0: seen one of these 150 to 300 lap figure eight races on pavement uh you won't believe what you're going to see that night. It is absolutely amazing. And the promoter is going to be the guy who's going to call in next Thursday or next wow. Saturday, awesome. Sunday, got to get it right. Yeah. Next Sunday. That
2: is me. 150.
3: Yeah, it, he wow. announced it last night. My dad's like, did he say 150?
2: <laughs> I think so. crazy. But you know what? like you said, fans are going to love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's look it up online, you know, go Indiana speed drone uh, where they do it a lot. And uh, it's, I've i I grew up on the figure eight tracks back in Michigan as a kid. They had figure eight racing along with the late miles we went to see. Mm-hmm. It was amazing back then, but nothing like it is now. It is when you see these guys at the intersection at these races, at these speeds, and making it through with about a paper piece of a right. of piece of paper to get through the intersection, it's like you're just going nuts all night long.
3: Ooh, Dave, there was a smackdown last night. Oh my gosh with the in inter- the figure eight somebody got smashed
2: Man,
1: oh my happened? gosh
3: and i was bummed to see uh batman he uh after the restart he had that turn one and two figured out and then there was a restart and twice he kind of mm. forgot it and, yeah <laughs> and uh but the guy chasing him i think it was 23 he was right on him and he ended up winning but they crisscross and there were, you could hear it feel it see it my mom caught it on tape
2: and smell it oh
3: my gosh Yeah, (laughs) smell it. Someone might have changed their underwear after that.
2: All right, Scott. Hey, thank you very much for taking time out of your Sunday and enjoy uh, a great Thanksgiving dinner with the pugs and the family.
0: Ha ha ha! We ain't doing anything.
2: (laughs) Ha 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 ha! He's
3: resting for Saturday. Yeah,
2: I'm actually. We're actually boarding uh, some pugs.
3: Oh, so, wow.
2: There you go. I'll have to call you to get some tips.
3: You're like Noah's Ark right.
0: in your house. <laughs> I might send one more down for you to keep, and not bored. <laughs> ah,
2: yeah, right. All right, buddy. Take care. Paris Auto Speedway, folks. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. Have I got a great interview for you? Ron Caps. Crazy. 2021 20, NHRA Funny Car Champion. And he lives in Carlsbad on Racing Radio FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio. FM F- F- 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. This segment's brought to you by... I did it again. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. 11370 North Woodside Avenue. These guys are fantastic. He's got in-house dino. They can do anything and everything you need. Well, hey, I just wanted to rush to the interview because I think it's just so cool. I can't
3: believe he got caps, but he's not Ron here. Got
2: caps. Well, I've had him in the studio before. He's not with gre- me here. I'll work on it. Please do. He's a great, great interview, and he lives here in Carlsbad. He's not a spring chicken. He's been doing this a long time. But he's running an SRT Hellcat Top Fuel. Take a listen. All right, hey folks, we got our superstar right on the line. Ron Caps just won the twenty twenty one NHRA Funny Car Championship in a Hellcat. Have you come down out of the clouds yet,
1: Ron? <laughs> no. I don't think I've had a busier few days in uh the last you know, since the weekend. It's been crazy with interview requests and you know, it waking up Monday morning know that you really did win the world championship. It was pretty cool. So yeah, just riding the wave right now. So did you
2: look to the right while you were laying in bed and look at the trophies sitting on the bedstand?
1: <laughs> well, I've got another trophy I've been married to for almost 30 years. So, but then I look the other way and yes, yes. So uh, I always do make sure when you win a trophy that you, you put it somewhere near when you wake up, because that's the best part about winning something is realizing it wasn't a dream and you actually wake up and look over and there it is
2: for the folks that race, they get it. For the folks that don't race, tell them how difficult it is to win a championship.
1: Well, just, you know, the level of NHRA drag racing, especially in the pro ranks and the nitro cars, is you know, your your life... Races are won and lost by thousands and ten thousandths of a second and inches at over three hundred and thirty, you know, five miles per hour. So, it's so competitive and so close, and, uh, you know, this year was one of those topsy-turvy, so many cars leading the points at different times, and it just came down to the world finals uh, at yeah. Pomona, last day of the year for the whole shebang, you know, the world championship in one shot, so it was well, a and, uh, and up-and-down race.
2: Yeah, and that's what championships should do. They should come right down to the last day, the last minute, and the last two vehicles. I mean, that's what I – I mean, I think NHRA has a perfect plan on getting from A to B. And it's really good for the fans because the fans, you know, there's nobody's going to throw in a kinker where, oh, you, know, you got to win this race or two. No, you just get to the end and walk away with the trophy. And I think it's huge. But I know how difficult it is. And Mopar has got to be stoked. Three Mopars in the, in the top three, my gosh.
1: Yeah, that was cool coming in and knowing that we had, you know, Dodge Hellcats. Somebody with a Dodge Hellcat was going to win the, the whole title, and that was that was a great feeling.
2: Yeah. Hey, what's this? I hear you get a Hellcat for a year.
1: Yeah, well, I thought I did. Apparently, I don't now. What? <laughs> I know. Well, uh, they've had that program with the highest finishing, uh, you know, Dodge Hellcat driver in NHRA Funny Car Division, and all my teammates have won the last few years the championship and they've all had one for a year to drive and um and I thought I was gonna get one here. I was pretty excited and I just found out yesterday that I'm not so I'm a little uh, bummed out.
2: I'm gonna call Caniskus and tell him, Come on, man, get off the stick. That's take the one out of the press fleet. Oh, wait a minute. There isn't one in the press fleet. <laughs>
1: I got one of the first ones and had it in my driveway for about a month when they first came out, and that was a blast. I went up and did a couple shows with it and went to Jay Leno's and some other places, and uh, that was fun. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'd sure love to have another one.
2: Well, you may just have to go buy one. I mean, you're just – have Mr. Schumacher take care of you. I mean, come on. you must love it yeah. like a – son. there you go.
1: There you go. Yeah.
2: So, next year, same team, same crew, nothing's changing for 22?
1: Well, there is an announcement we're making December 9th, and I'm going to be expanding my, well, really next chapter of my career, I guess, for NHRA and looking at uh, ownership and being an owner-driver and a chance to to take it a step further. So that that big announcement will be coming, and I'm pretty, pretty pumped about it.
2: Well, you'll have to uh, get in touch with me, and we'll uh, air it uh, you know, we'll air it on a Sunday. I don't know what day December 9th is, but we'll make sure we don't break any embargoes or step on any toes because love to be able to share. And I think that's, that's a smart move for you. Uh, you know, because eventually, much as you don't want to admit it, you know, you are going to retire
1: from driving. Yeah. But man, you look at John Forrest and he just keeps going. So I'm not sure when that'll be. I still feel, you know, I still feel 18 years old sometimes.
0: Yeah, but you've
2: got to figure out how to get a hold of John's adrenaline pills.
1: That's <laughs> <Yes>, for sure.
2: <laughs> I mean That guy is like the Energizer buddy. I mean, I love interviewing you guys anyway, but when I interview John, I go, so, hey, John, how's it going? And I just, I just put the phone down, and 10 minutes later, what was that question you asked me? I go, that's okay, John. Can't wait to see you out on the track. And I just let it go because he just goes and goes and goes and goes.
0: Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> well, you know, what it's funny too, 'cause I'm really—I've I've been a Napa fan since I was a kid, and I'll have to tell you a story sometime how I—I I, and I on all my years of radio, I—I I have never had a sponsor other than Napa when it comes to parts. Whether they sponsor with me or not, it doesn't make any difference. I do do all the Napa Auto Care Centers, eight, four of them here in town. But yeah, so I'm super loyal, and I was super stoked to see. You win that for Napa, and I know they've got to be over the moon as well.
1: Yeah, that was huge for them. they got a bunch of new people up at headquarters, so it was extremely cool to be able to do it.
2: Yeah, that sounds fantastic. All right, buddy. Well, hey, um, I was going to say when you got the Hellcat, I'd have you come to San Diego. We'll put it on KUSI-TV because that's still the number one watch morning show, and that's good for Napa, and that's good for Mopar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're gonna let me know if something changes, but yeah, I was pretty bummed to, to hear that. Up. So
2: hey, I just talked to Dave Stahl, and he says, man, he's really friend. <laughs> yeah,
1: I might do that. Drop do your whatever name.
2: it takes, my friend. All right, yeah. right, I know you're super busy. Say hi to the family, and truly I'd love to get you in the studio. Maybe in a month or two after things kind of calm down, and, and or you know maybe after the ninth, after you do your announcement, it might make for yeah you know, make for a good interview.
1: Yeah, I'm in. Thanks all right, buddy. It, take, all right, take thank care.
2: You. Good old Ron Caps. What a great guy. Yeah, we meet him in well, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs>
3: he lives in Carlsbad, listeners, does but he, he had bring, a taped interview. Does he
2: have to have bacon?
3: No. No, not at all. Chocolate? No, I just want to meet him for who he is.
2: Oh, he's, and he's the nicest guy, and he's got something really – you'll have to listen to the video when you get – or the video the interview when you get home – He's got a special announcement. Looks like he is going to be a team owner.
3: A fantastic idea.
2: You think? I mean, because he hasn't won a championship. It's been a while, so you know. But it's he's like always those...
3: up there, though. Oh, I know. He's always up
2: there. But it's always like that. Yeah. Few and far between. Yeah. You know, when you win, you wonder, "Geez, when am I going to win my next one?" Yes. Type thing. So, hey, it's been a blast hanging with yeah, you. Yeah, it's been
3: hours, man.
2: I knew it far hours. <laughs> it flew. I know it always does. So uh, we're gonna. Who you got planned for next week?
3: Roman. He raced last night as well in the mini uh-huh. stock, and so it's basically gonna just be about. Me and him. Sorry, Dave and listeners. I want to know everything about... I'll just about...
2: go for a walk. It's okay. I want to know
3: everything about the mini stock racing at I Paris. I hope the crew's
2: listening to this. They're
3: still not on board. I've been told I, I need knew. to le- they... learn how to weld. I have to go back to school and learn basic welding before my crew will even consider...
2: I wonder if they're trying to tell you something. Yeah. That you might have to do <laughs> welding on this car. All right, Britt, you're the best. We're going to take a quick break, but don't touch that dial. Gun owners radio is right around the corner.
3: I'll be listening.
2: Cool. We're going to talk a little bit about the Rittenhauer case, the Orange County gun owner dinner, uh, NYSRPA versus Bruin, and a whole lot more right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.